welcome back. We've all had friends. Uh, a few quick announcements. First of all, we still have some space left in the Fantasy Football League. The draft for that is on the 28th of this month. Even if you don't know anything about fantasy football or football in general, I don't think really anybody else involved does, or if they do, it's it's not a whole lot. So it should be fun, it's free, there'll be prizes, and uh, swing by the Discord and check that out. We've had some people starting up a, I think a Starship Artemis. That's basically Star Trek Bridge Simulator, where you have people that are like the uh, the captain, first officer, security dude, sensors, communications dude. Basically a bridge crew of a starship that have been doing some stuff with that in the Discord as well. So swing by, check that out as well. Some people are having a lot of fun with that. Something people who had asked about, because occasionally there are people who don't like setting up recurring payments for things like a Patreon or whatever, but still want to support the show. If you want, you can just hit us up on the PayPal, and I'll be happy to send in the prologue link. And I'll just send that over to you in just a Dropbox download file if you guys want. I think that's all I've got in the way of announcements. This week, we've all had friends that are getting themselves into bad situations, and as good friends, we try to pull them out of it. In this situation, we're going to see who pulls who out of a bad decision and who gets into a worse place. Mary, I have a question for you. And this is coming from me, and you know me, so I don't do the whole Band-Aid thing. But I'm your friend. I like to consider you, you know, just about part of my family. Who was Valentine? She stops eating and, and she's was listening to you rather pleasantly. But when you say who was Valentine, she kind of stops a little taken aback. And who told you about Valentine? Mike reaches up and puts his sizable hand on her itty bitty tiny knee. Mary, who was he? Valentine was, uh, we met him on a job. And, uh, he was, ran with the ancients and we started seeing each other and just a boyfriend. Mike glances over his shoulder at the others in the room. Okay. When's the last time you talked to him, Mary? Oh, let's do a composure roll. She'll kind of nonchalantly just, oh, two, three months ago. So, Michael, as you're posing the hard questions to Mary Sue, what does it look like when you assent and it's the kind of thing that you think Mary Sue notices? She would probably notice that the tint of my eyes has changed and there's like a slight glow to them. So, Mary Sue, what's your uh, current emotional state? It's going to be a weird mix of a teal and a a purple. What does that translate into? Surprise and sadness. Okay. So you said it you, last time you saw him was a few months ago. Okay. Um, I said the last time I talked to him was a few months ago. Sorry. Talked to him was a few months ago. Is everything between you guys all right? And Mary, why didn't you tell me you had a boyfriend when I got back? I figured that's something you'd be happy about. So she'll kind of look at Mike and say, well, Mike, I I didn't have a boyfriend when you got back. Okay. So did you guys part, like, on good terms? 
She'll actually do a genuine smile and nod and say, we did. Mike kind of smiles a little bit, tinted with a, a bit of sadness to it. So it's not as big as what it normally would be. I'm glad that you guys parted on good terms. Now, see, since you're already sitting down, I don't have to tell you to sit down. Are you aware that he's no longer around? That he died? She's going to start looking at everybody in the room. Is this this some weird intervention? Bob isn't trying to hide anything. She doesn't look surprised by the information, but she's just kind of watching with some trepidation. Chuck looks guilty as fuck. R.C. is just going to be kind of like downcast. Like he's not going to meet the gaze. Mike, who's the one sitting here actually talking to you about this, has a look of genuine concern on his face for you and a sadness that's there that's lingering. Almost like it's it sucks to be breaking news like this to one of his friends. So kind of say like, Mike, what are you, what are you trying to say? I just said it. Valentine's no longer with us. He's dead. He passed on. Whatever you want to call it. Apparently something happened and he contracted a virus that turned him into a ghoul. He is no longer around. He is dead, if you will. And she'll put her noodles down and she'll stand up from her chair and take her glass with her and pour another drink. And as she walks over, she'll say, yeah, Mike, I'm, I know that. The ancients let me know what happened to him. And she'll look to everybody else, but I wanted to keep my private life private, but apparently somebody just had to be nosy looking at Chuck. Nobody was nosy. The information just came up, and we didn't know what to do with it. We just knew that if you didn't know, then we had to tell you, because it wouldn't be right if we didn't. Information about an ancient lieutenant becoming a ghoul just came up in yep. polite conversation? Well, I don't know if the guy's polite, but... Yeah, you know that um, that chop shop place? Where I got my... Uh, the street doctor that saved your life? Yeah, I went back to him, and that's how it kind of came up in conversation. Yeah. Hmm. You should probably find a new doctor. Yeah, I thought you were still friends with the ancients, so... I might. Okay, Mary. Hold on a minute here, okay? Don't go getting all upset about that. They found out the information, and instead of keeping it to themselves... Because they're concerned about it. They wanted to talk to you and find out if you're okay or if you even knew about it. I'm sorry that you did know about it. And in the same regard, I'm glad that you knew about it. Sorry that you did because the event happened. It's not going to be <laughs> an easy event at all to, to handle and to deal with. I mean, you know, you're one of the only ones that know what happened with me in Chicago. You know, I can relate to that to losing somebody like that. The ability to just, I mean, sit there and, and kind of absorb it, it, it changes you, to be honest. And, I mean, even hearing about this and hearing about it coming from you and the way that you're talking about it, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm concerned about my friend. So I'm bringing it up to her. Well, 
I appreciate it. And I already knew about it. And I think we're done talking about it. Buzz takes a long drink. Has Mary Sue's emotional state changed? Yes. It's probably turning to um, a mix of grief and now anger. Marcy will just slump back into a couch, kick a leg out, have his drink, and just kind of sink into it. Mike stands up and walks closer to Mary Sue and kind of puts his hand on her shoulder if she lets him. Mm-hmm. Leans down and whispers into her ear. There's nothing to be angry about. So when you actually want to talk, don't hold it back. And then he walks over towards this window in this greenery space, pulling out one of his cigars. Buzz tops up her glass a little bit before like heading up with Mike to the green space. It just like seems like a better place to be. Goes aside, lights up a cigarette. Mary Sue kind of just be staring at Chuck, waiting uh, to see if he's also going to move outside. Michael leaned back over his shoulder and, Mary, where'd you get all this greenery? It came with the apartment, Mike. What? How did you pull that off? Just got lucky. Found it. Took some work. Got enough new to rub together, you can get to spin anything. Mike starts pushing through the plants and the leaves and whatnot, clearly looking for something. So does the pick the what was it? Was Marcia? Margaret. Ma- Margaret. Does Margaret hide out here? No, Margaret enjoys her time out there. If she's hiding, it's because you are being super nosy right now. How have I been nosy? Because you look like you're hunting her. Are you telling me I can? No, you can't. Oh, my God. I mean, I am curious Margaret's about... Margaret's a person. Just let her be. Don't I, invest. Don't study her. I just have questions, but okay. I was just asking if she came out here. Yes, she goes out. Give her a lemon bar and she'll be your friend. Yeah, Chuck, you already gave her a lemon bar. She'll come for seconds. Is it just lemon bars? After you say that, well, look at that plate, walk over and put it away. Can't get any more lemon bars. You don't want a pixie high on sugar. It's annoying. (laughs) But she will go get a little thimble out and fill it up just in case. Of whiskey? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Mary, while we're all here, you remember that thing you were talking to me about the other day? And she'll look away from Chuck and she'll look back uh, to you and start heading out there as well and take a seat uh, out in the green area and say, yeah, what we talked about. So um, I guess we all need to, to talk about that. Buzz like sits at the opposite end of the bench and just sort of reclines. It's like things start turning towards that subject. She kind of looks up, looks between Michael and Mary Sue and she just sighs and she says, yeah, I guess we should talk about that. RC will be uh, leaned up against the wall. I really don't get it, guys. I really don't get it. At what point in time did it come so hard to talk to everybody? Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> okay. Here's the concerns, Mary. Because me and you have already had a conversation. Here's concerns. Thoughts. Some people have come to me, i.e., Motions over towards Chuck and Boz. Concerns of self-destruction. 
concerns of biting off something that's bigger than your average job. Hmm. Concerns about specifically getting hurt. Okay. So people are worried about me getting hurt or people are worried about themselves getting hurt. You know what a downward spiral is, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you get to the end of that downward spiral? You hit rock bottom, Mike. You hit rock bottom and it hurts. Mm-hmm. So the concern right now, hearing about everything that's been going on is getting a no nonsense idea game plan, concept, reasons behind besides my gut. Hmm. Okay. So. Is this unreasonable? Absolutely not. You want the information on the run, and I don't blame you. So I'll break it down. I've been at Brock Bottom, Mike. We all have. We lost our jobs. We lost our lives. And we're trying to climb back out. There's one person, yes, that person helped us, but that person's going to lord it over us for the rest of our lives. I'm simply saying let's remove that person so we're no longer under the yoke like we were under the yoke of that corp. We didn't know it at the time. You certainly didn't know it at the time. Nope. I'm saying let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of her. You can't trust her. If any of you think... If any of you think you're going to be able to walk out of here one day and never do a job again, you're wrong. She's going to call you. She's going to tell you to come back and do this job. She needs you. And you're going to be dragged right back in. I don't want to be dragged back in. So, want to do this on my terms. And no, I don't have a plan. That's why I need you guys. And no, I don't want to get hurt. And I'm not trying to self-destruct. What I'm trying to do is have my friends help me. Eliminate somebody that can hurt us in the future. I don't think that's crazy. So you want to kill the big fish in the pond. Am I getting that right? She isn't the only big fish in the pond. That's She's bigger than us. So, yeah, I guess you can say she's a big fish, but I don't really don't think she's the biggest fish. She doesn't need to be the biggest fish. In fact, the pond's real big, and fishes have buddies. There's a whole network of fish who work together and form relationships and have respect for one another. And Morgana's not an isolated person. She's not just a machine with a comm link full of numbers. She's She's got connections. People will be pretty mad, I think, that she's gone. And they're not going to hesitate to knock out some young upstart and thinks that they can just off somebody and take over. Young upstart. And I also might want to point out that one of those connections might be a dragon. She made a deal with um, Arubia. We don't know what that deal entails. What that deal entails? Entails. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. Mary Sue, what Boz is so eloquently trying to say by young upstart, self-admittedly, we haven't been in the shadows very long, have we? No, we haven't. But was Boz also... So conveniently forgot was we didn't have a concern when RC opened fire on Howard, knocking him unconscious. We weren't worried about his friends coming to get us. He had connections. He knew people, people that he made money for. I was concerned. That was a whole conversation that we had. Point in argument here. 
nobody in this room believed when I said I was going to do a thing. I'm not talking about what you did, Mike. I'm talking about R.C. shooting him until he went unconscious. We didn't have an issue with that. R.C. went and did that. Nobody batted an eye. Hey, Mary Sue, unconscious is different than dead. I know, Mike. He was still alive. He was Uh still alive when y'all, there should, there would be no consequences from leaving somebody unconscious. That's like me blaming the bartender for when I get drunk, stupid, unconscious. Oh, it's his fault. He made me drunk. No, it's not. But you took care of it, Mike. You killed him. You got to, you, you got to take care of something that you felt you needed to do. It's all I'm trying to do, Mike. I went and I took care of something I said I was going to do. Would it make a difference if I made it an oath? No, it wouldn't make a difference if you made it an oath. Here's God, Mary, you know, you think (laughs) there's a huge difference between Howard and Morgana. You want to know what that difference is? In my opinion, I'll tell you. One put me in the position I'm in. The other one helped me. Howard was directly responsible. In my opinion, from my eyes, from my point of view, for putting me face to face with a vampire, threatening my life, threatening your life, turning Valerie into a vampire. He orchestrated everything that I saw in that building from working with RC to directly tampering with the lab that I had there. Morgana, she didn't come to us. We went to a scrapyard. We met a troll named Scrapper. He said, hey, I have somebody who might be able to help you, but it's not going to be free. We went to this person, eyes open, saying, yes, okay, we understand it's not going to be free. Let's go there. Morgana didn't threaten us. She didn't tell us that, hey, this is going to be free. I'll just give this to you. She told us, yeah, I can do this, but in order for me to do this, you're going to have to do some things for me. We've been doing those things for her. Me? I owe her more than everybody else in this room. Mike's got his family back because of Morgana. Let's not forget that. Hold up, boss. The trip to Chicago, getting me away from you guys so that that spirit wouldn't track back to you guys, protecting one, two, three, uh, yeah, four, I guess, Chuck, and Valerie, protecting them, introducing me to Lothan, the trainer who is able to show me how to work magic, use magic better than what I do now and give me a better understanding of it, getting me in touch with a team out there so that I didn't just die on the streets, getting my mother my sister and my brother who all believed I was dead, not only back in touch with me, but out of a bug infested hellhole that has nightmares. You could only dream of back here to Seattle where I could touch bases with you guys, where I can get to work back with you guys. Now I understand that I'm not the same as what I was. I'm not as sweet, innocent, lovey dovey. Okay. Get it right. I'm a troll. I'm never those things. But that's what she did for me. I didn't ask her to. She did that. I understand that it costs a lot of money. And this is money that I would have no chance 
of earning. None at all. My livelihood, my being able to breathe, hold up a cigar, have a cigar, sit here in this lovely patio with all these green leafy things that everybody else calls a salad, sitting around being curious about this, you know, pixie y'all got in the other room. I couldn't do that before. Now I have the money, the ability, some of the contacts, a group of friends, and I'm able to do all these things. Morgana does not have a hand in that. She gave me jobs, which you negotiated the money for. I'm grateful to you for that. You negotiated the money for all these talks that we had with Mr. Juan-san. Because of that, I get tacos for life. I am satisfied with that. Because tacos. I told you from the get, Mary. I got your back. You questioned me once, asking if I really had your back. Chuck questioned me, has even told me he doesn't trust me that I scare him. The look that Boz gives me 90% of the time is a point of concern for me as well, especially after I did what I said I was going to do, almost as if she thinks less of me. But that doesn't matter because I said I'm going to be here for you guys, so I'm going to be here for you guys. That doesn't mean I'm going to sit in a corner, shut up, and just go along blindly with shit. My concerns... I have just voiced them. You don't trust her. You don't like her. It's your gut. I've taken that at face value. But I'm not the only one that you need to be concerned about here. Mayor, so look to the others. Is Mike going to do all the talking or? I'm just the most vocal. Hmm. Yo, could I have um, just a second here with Mary Sue? I also have the room, but I guess it's not much of a room, is it? I will turn around and I will go inside. I'm going to go steal me a lemon bar. They're in the fridge, Mike. Buzz taps out her cigarette and nods at Marcy and Mary Sue as she walks past them. Chuck will back out back into the room. Contemplates taking a hit of Zen to try and calm down his nerves. So, Mary Sue. Yeah, RC. It's a rough day, isn't it? Hmm. This is why I don't have dinner parties. <laughs> I, I would say that was my reason, too, if I ever had any. You know, there's a time when people like you didn't talk to people like me. I worked at that damn company for years, and I know people laughed at me behind my back. I was got to just fix whatever piece of hardware they needed or got something back to working, but I wasn't ever going to be a part of their world. They knew it, I knew it, and I was fine with that. And that was kind of you. I mean, you're here. I don't suppose you're much of a fan of country music, are you? No. Who is? <laughs> I guess that's fair, but there was a thing a very long time ago called the Nashville Sound. It's a it an era of country music that, well, I wasn't a big fan of it, but it was known for being very smooth, very sophisticated, and very slick. And all these answers, I, I can't now talk to you, Mary Sue. I, I can't. I can't. I mean, I, whatever objection I come up with or they come up with, you'll just bat them all away. Like an expert tennis player, just pop, 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 and then and, and you'll have the right answer. But it's too slick, it's too smooth, and it's too sophisticated. And, and the space between truth and lies is bullshit. Now, I can't put my finger on it. And you can get mad if you want to, but there's bullshit somewhere. I don't know where it is. I can't sit on, you know, dead on, but there's some bullshit here. And I don't know if you're bullshitting me 
or all of us or yourself or what? I'm not in a position where I can just go get killed right now, okay? I mean, I wasn't big on it anyway, but I, I just can't afford to. I need you to level with me. You need to take a second and find that kernel of truth, and you tell me what the play is. You tell me what it is, I'll back your play. But if you don't, if it's all this, just, well, she's this, that, another thing, so I'm telling you, it's bullshit, and you need to tell me something different. You want to know why? You think I'm not telling you the truth as to why I feel we need to do this? In so many words, again, it, it doesn't add up total. It doesn't go to 100. I mean, you have some points. You know, it's sort of like saying, well, that person cut me off in traffic, and, uh, you know, they didn't like them much anyway, so I burnt the whole goddamn house to the ground. It's a bit disproportional. Right. So, yeah, you've got grievances. She's not perfect. There's reasons to be angry, upset, and rather unhappy. But it's just something is not on. Something is not ringing true about this. It's just too good. It's too smooth. You're it's too practiced. And again, I mean, if you can't tell me, I can't. Uh, they're all trying to suss it out of you. They're trying to put you in a corner, and, and they're not going to win. And I know I'm not going to win. I can't beat you. Not in that. So just level with me. Just look at me and tell me what's up. So Mike tries the tough love and you're going to come at me with, I think you're disingenuine. Level with me. You can be honest with me. I don't know. This is, this is your tactic. RC, I'm telling you the truth. I don't, I'm not keeping anything from you. I'm not hiding anything. I have disliked her from the day we met her. She has, Set off something in me that tells me she is no good. Great. She's a horrible person. I hate to be the misanthrope of the group, but guess what? The world's full of assholes. We can't kill all the sons of bitches. I mean, hell, we don't owe her shit. Just leave her alone. Walk away. I don't want to work with you anymore. I don't like your face. Uh, you know, delete my number. No, new phone, who dis? Boom. Why are we going to go kill somebody? Do you see the leap here in logic? Put her hand on your hand and kind of pat it. And say, okay, RC, I get it. You can't afford to do this. and You're dealing with your, your mom who's not doing well, and I, I hope nothing but the best for her. But I get it. You're out. It's fine. And she'll get up and move inside, and she'll look at the other and say, yeah, it's fine. You guys can be out. Do it myself. It's fine. I can do this. I can do this. I can do it myself. Well, I guess that's about it. Arcee's going to leave. Buzz puts a hand on Arcee's shoulder and says, look, I don't think it's enough to just be out. I really feel like we need to try to talk her out of it. You know? All right. Don't do it, Mary Sue. You're going to end up dead. I don't like this. I don't like any of it. But if we all did it together, we'd probably end up dead. You go against her alone, unless you got some super secret group of badass pipe fitters I don't know about, she's going to put you in the ground. You know, RC, everybody has an enemy. We just have to find hers. That's it. What'd you say, Chuck? She made a deal with somebody? Maybe that dragon's up for making more deals. Maybe they're tired of her, too. Who knows? 
But if I don't have you guys, I'll find somebody else. Somebody bigger and stronger. You're, you're going to go talk with a dragon and make a deal? If I'm forced to, Chuck. They would own you. Think of the leverage she has. What Morgana is worth to them. You would have to be worth more than that to them. And what do you have to offer? They are going to own you. And they're going to expect to be have a return on their investment. Then I'll find another way. But I was going to have you guys do it with me first. But if you guys are out, I'll find another way. Don't think I won't. She is going to die. Well, Boz, your witness. And I'm going to walk out. Buzz looks down at a drink, looks at the partially drank bottle on the counter, and she sighs, and she says, I was really hoping to hang around long enough to drink more of this. Mary Sue, I was never going to help with this, and I made that clear at the, at the last meet. I'm here because I care about you. Much as you may not believe that, I don't know. I don't want to see you get hurt, and I know for sure you're going you're gonna to get yourself in a lot of trouble here. I don't know why you don't see it. I don't know how I can possibly explain it to you in a way that you will understand. And maybe I can't. Maybe it's maybe it's impossible. Maybe I'm wrong. But if all of your friends, we've been through so much, and all of us are telling you this is a bad idea and we're worried about you, I wish, I wish you'd just trust us and trust our opinion on this one thing, this one time. But if you can't, that's fine. I, uh, I'll be sad when you're gone. And Boz holds a glass up, air cheers, drinks the rest of it, and walks out. Look to Mike. Mike's attempting to not smash or destroy your fridge by leaning against it. Uh, looks over, so RC's taken off. Boz is taken off. Is Chuck still around? Mm-hmm. Chuck is there. Yeah, Chuck's still here. Chuck is kind of sitting there watching intently. I'm uncomfortable with it. I told you that from the get-go, did I not? You did. You also said you had my back. But if you want to walk out too, that's fine. I'm not going to hold it against you. Why you? Why me what? Why you? Why does it have to be you? Why does it have to be you that risks her life to take out what would be considered a greater evil? As you're covering it, or, or portraying it, excuse me. Because uh, I'm the only one that sees it? Doubtful. Maybe the only one in our group that sees it. The reason I say doubtful is because you've pointed out that Scrapper has gone so far as to point out the things that she can do that she's dangerous about. That's That's not true. You're not the only one that sees it. You may be the only one spurred to action over it. Oh, I got my, that's the why. It has to be done. I know it has to be done and, and I'm going to get it done. I don't know how. Mike, I, I'm not going to hold it against you. You got, you got your, your, your brother and your sister and your mom to take care of. I get it. Mike pushes off slightly against the fridge and walks over and puts his hand on top of Mary Sue's head. Yeah, and I got a Mary Sue as well. And I got a Boz, and I got a RC. Chuck is still terrified of me, so I can't blame him. It doesn't mean I'm walking away from you. It does mean that I'm still here to talk to you, and 
this, we need to get figured out. Mary, this is, this is by no means light. And you know, I don't voice my concerns unless I believe is a valid concern. Mike, I'm not saying I'm going to go in there without a plan. I'm not saying we're going to do this in tomorrow. We're going to get a plan together and we're going to do it. We're going to be smart about it. I'm not saying we're going to rush in there and do this. I'm not, not stupid. I know it's going to take planning. I know we're going to have to find people. I know we're going to have to find the weaknesses. And that's what I started doing already. But I, I, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay if you're not going to be part of it. If you want to be part of it and you want to help, if you don't want to be part of it, but you want to be there to help me plan it and make sure I'm doing something smart, great. I'll take that. I'll take anything you're willing to give. So, Mary, you're on the borderline of hysterics right now. Can you hear it in your voice? Do not. Call me hysterical. I'm not calling you hysterical. I'm calling you on the borderline of hysterics. There is a difference. Slight. Uh, but you just admitted that there is one. Thank you. Slight. Doesn't matter. Anyway, your point? My point, and I'm going to leave you with this concern, okay? You say you want to do this with us, that you're wanting everybody to help you, and that has to go regardless. But yeah, you've already started doing everything without any word from anybody else. You've started doing something. You've gone into the phase. You've started, you know, getting information. You tried pumping me to pump my sister for information. All without anybody saying that, yeah, we're, they're going to help you. Now you wonder why I'm concerned about your well-being and what you're doing. I'm not here for... I'm voicing my opinion. I'm voicing what's on my mind, as I have from day one. Whether people like it or not, you don't see it. You don't see my concern. Or you just don't take it for what it is. I don't know. I see your concern. I see everyone's concern. But that's not going to turn me away from this course. I can't not do something I believe has to be done because somebody else is concerned for my well-being. I'm not their concern. R.C. has... His mom. Boz has her kids. You have your family. and I, I get it. That's your priority. I'm not. And that's okay. I wanted you guys with me on this. But I don't need you guys with me on this. It's never that simple, Mary. You know that. Well, you think about it and you let me know what you want to do. I'll tell you I'll help you in the way I can. So I will. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see you going in there basically on a death wish. I have no plan to die. Nobody ever plans to die. Case okay. in point, Howard didn't plan <laughs> to die. At that, she'll look over to Chuck to see how he reacted to that. Chuck probably just frowns. Reminded now that Chuck is there, Mary Sue will walk over to Chuck and kneel on the floor in front of you and look at you and say, so... Chuck, where do you stand on this? Because as of late, it seems like um don't want to stand within five feet of me, yet you're still here. Yes, I, I, I am. You'll probably notice that Chuck is probably like hand shaking a little bit. 
clearly nervous. Everything that everyone has just said, I have just recorded. You you know I record everything all the time. Shook a half smile and yeah, I remember. Yes. Um I'm of half mind to send it to Morgana to save everyone else's hide. Because she will know that we didn't want to partake in this. We tried convincing you not to. And you're just not listening to reason. She might kill you for it, and that would be very sad. Um, but when you're making me decide between one friend versus four, I, I have to choose the four. Wait, is it four or three? One, three. When you make me choose between one friend or the other three, I, I have to choose the three. So I'm being blackmailed. I turn away from this or you'll send that in basically writing my death sentence. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Hmm. Chuck, sorry, doesn't begin to cover it. No, Mike, it's it's okay. I mean I know. It's Chuck's always been brave. Oh, thanks. Um I know it doesn't cover it, but I it's a really dumb idea. I'll admit, and this is on recording, that would go to her, I will admit that I agreed with it at first because I'm scared of the power Morgana has when I want to go back. I'll admit that. But after giving it more than a minute or two of thought, I realized how dumb it is. And I I want to protect my own hide. I'm being very selfish in the matter. Yes, I agree. And yours, Michael, and our C's and boss, and... I don't want to. I'd rather if you just, Mary Sue, if you just stopped. Right? You can find a new fixer. Hmm. Just stop. Okay. And then when Morgana calls me in two, three, or six months and says, oh, you're going to do a job and... You say no. What if I can't say no? Then I just have to do it then, right? Because otherwise, you'll you'll keep this recording and you'll send it if I ever get it in my head to do something to stop it. Right? You'll just keep this over me, much like I'm fearful that Morgana is keeping the things we've done for her over us now. But that that's what you're going to do? I, I guess. Okay. I'm going to take my leave now. And Chuck walks out. Boz and RC, you guys went outside around the same time. Boz catches up. And she just walks alongside him and she just says, this is crazy. She's crazy. It's like something snapped. I don't know what it is. I don't know why she thinks this is so important. Like she hasn't even really explained why she says she's got a feeling. Either she won't tell us, which is horrifying, or she really doesn't know, which is horrifying. Either she's going to get us killed and herself killed or just herself killed. This is the Stupidest trick I've ever even, I just, I, I don't know, Buzz. I don't know either. Buzz stops at the elevator. It's the button, but she's not in a big rush. And she says, the thing that's worrying me is like, like, I don't even feel good about just letting her go off and do this on her own because she is going to get herself killed. I have no doubt in my mind. But when she f- fails, or even if she succeeds, you know, there's a good chance people are going to be coming looking for us because they know that we work together. 
and I don't know how to deal with that. I can't just stop her. Hell, I don't know how to deal with it. Shotgun shells and machine guns. Well, if they come looking, I guess. Just, I don't think she appreciates the, the danger she's putting us in by doing this. I can't make heads or tails of it. She won't tell me. She won't tell us. I keep running over my head to try to find something about this that makes sense because I want it to, Boz. I want it. I want there to be a reason. I want it to be understandable. I wish she would just tell us, and she's not. Do you think this has got something to do with her becoming a, a Drake? Like, I don't know a lot about that whole process, but I could see it having some pretty hefty impacts on someone's capacity for reason and empathy. I mean, possibly hell, for all I know, turning into some type of semi-dragon makes one go off on odd, ill-conceived vendettas. If so, that would explain a lot. What also kind of worries me, and this is this is maybe a little far-flung, if she can hold a grudge against Morgana over nothing, so much that she wants to kill her, well, now that we've kind of left her swinging in the wind, is that enough? Is that enough to get a grudge? I mean, shit, I don't know, boss. Ask me two weeks ago, I would have said, hell no. I would have called you crazy. You know, but she's just, again, I can't make any sense of it. You know, if it were, so what? What are we going to do? Go off and just kill random people because she wants us to, lest she have some insane vendetta against us for not helping her? I mean. I don't know. I just, I'm getting a real bad feeling about all of this from every direction. I was really starting to look forward to settling down here in Snohomish, and now I'm starting to feel like i got to leave the city again. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. We've got some money. I can't imagine you spent all year, I don't think you'd know what to spend it on. We've done all right, is my point. We need to find some, some identities, get some extra sins set up, you know, where if it gets hot, we can move. Both of us have moved before. That's not a bad idea. Get kind of a go-bag going. Yeah. Things start to turn sour, we can just get... Get the hell out of Dodge. Problem is, the person I would go to for that right now is Morgana. I wonder if Chuck could pull something like that together. I would go up to her and be like, hey, for a completely unrelated reason, we'd like a whole bunch of stashable identities, please. And oh, by the way, please don't tear Mary Sue as she will not be needing one. That's a tiny eye to put a needle through there, buddy. Yeah, that's my concern. I don't imagine Chuck's going to be in there much longer. I don't know about Mike, but maybe we should uh, wait up for him. As Chuck leaves Mary Sue's apartment, he uh, fumbles in his hoodie pocket for his Zen aspirator breather thingy. And he takes a huge puff, holds it in, and lets it out. And he starts to calm down a little bit. A second puff, he, he really needs it. And then he heads to the elevator. Chuck will see Boz and RC. Well, that's something. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's a complete load of bullshit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, me and RC were talking and, uh, we see this getting messy one way or another. It doesn't really matter how this whole thing plays out. It's gonna get messy, uh, I ain't looking to to run from Seattle right now, but RC makes made a good point saying that we should probably be ready to if we need to. Might want to get our hands on some new identities. Is that something uh, you could throw together? You think is that within your uh, realm of ability? Um, I can burn your old ones. I can't make you new ones. 
Oh, that's unfortunate. Because we were thinking, you know, at this stage, going to Morgana for new sins would just be uh, awkward. <laughs> yes. So how'd it go in there? I'm guessing not so good, huh? I, um, you know how I record everything? I may have used that as blackmail against Mary Sue. Buzz stares at Chuck for a second. And it looks at RC, sort of like to see how RC responded to Ross response to that. Did he say it was blackmailed? I, I I blackmailed Mary Sue. Um, pretty much she's being dumb. I want to protect our innocence with Morgana. So, so did it work? You got her to call off this whole insane stunt? No, she's still adamant. And um, that probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah, that was a poor idea. Well, Boz, at least we're number two and three on the hit list. Yeah, look, she's on some kind of a death wish rampage, and you just put yourself up there with Morgana. I don't know why you did that. I think it's sensible. You got that recording, and you could, you know, shit hits the fan. You can pull it out and say, look, we tried to dock her out of it, and that would be great. But blackmailing Mary Sue right now when she's looking for blood. I don't know if you got balls or you just stupid boy. Yeah, that's that's a strong boy. Hmm. Great. So you're setting I saying I should uh, I should set up like a dead man switch so that when I die, Morgana finds out. Hey, that's not a bad idea. I would uh probably not sleep in your own home tonight, maybe. You have a couch I can crash on? You know, I'm I'm starting to think that I shouldn't probably be on my own in my own bed tonight. Look, get yourself a hotel room. You got money. Coffin hotel, you got to do it. I don't know for sure that Mary Sue would go that far, but I just don't know where her head's at right now. And uh, I think we should probably just watch her backs. I have a second place that uh, I don't think she knows about. All right, this is this is getting crazy. The whole thing's out of whack. What are we going to do? If it's any consolation, Michael also agreed that it's a bad idea and said that on the recording that I would send Morgana. So at least we're all somewhat provable innocent. Yeah. Was Mike on his way out, you think, when he uh, when you walked out? No, he, I think he was going to try and talk more sense into Mary Sue. I've... I've... <laughs> He's much better at talking and convincing people than I am, but uh, I, I don't have much faith. All right. Well, I guess we just got to see how this plays out. I, I couldn't go to Morgana about this. Like, I don't want to see her dead, but we're just sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place. If we're lucky, she'll think you're bluffing and just let it go. And that's what we should do, too, is for now, just let it go and let it play out. If some harm comes to her, then we can say we tried our best to make sure she was okay, but it's like trying to stop a semi-truck by standing in front of it. This whole situation's just shit. Drek? Yeah, that too. Meanwhile, inside in the shit situation... Uh, Chuck exits, Mary Sue gets up and uh, sits in the chair that he left and kind of just hangs her head, elbows on knees, and just looks defeated. Mike walks over and puts his hand on her back. 
pulling up a piece of floor in front of her. Mary, what is going on with you? What is going on in this head of yours? I understand you're, you don't want to feel owed. Is that the right concept? No, you don't want to feel like somebody has their part in the phrase fangs in you. What else is going on? Did this come about from your awakening? I don't know if the awakening had anything to do with it. I don't think so, because I felt this way long before that happened. Give me something here, girl. I'm, I'm trying to talk with you and figure out. Nobody else is around other than the pixie I've still yet to see, so I'm still not sure whether she was like an illusion that you played on me or what, or if she's just in a sugar coma from a lemon bar. But... <sighs> Let's hope she's in the coma. Did you want to go check on her? Are you worried about her? No. She always comes in when she's ready to sleep. She's fine. So you got three people are concerned for you. Two said straight nope. One said nope or else. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the deal? I, I guess I'm going to have to um, abandon this plan, I guess. So, I have a question. What? Is it just that you don't think she'll let you go? Legitimately, Mary. Is that your concern? Yes. I don't want to be under someone's thumb. But, apparently, if I'm not under hers, I'll be under Chuck's. Which is fine. That's fine. I'm going to have another little conversation with Chuck. He's now threatened my family. And I don't mean Michael. You. I mean my sister. Michael, we're not going to I'm you're not, not gonna, gonna talk to you about Chuck. what I'm going to do. Not gonna hurt Chuck. But you're not gonna what hurt I Chuck. am gonna do is I am gonna go and maybe see about getting you another ID that can get you somewhere other than here in Seattle. So you're not under anybody's thumb. I'll take care of Take care of, yeah, Mary. You're, 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 you take I'll take care, care of myself. Care of. I'll be fine. There's points in time. I'm not leaving Mary, Seattle. When other people need to take care of you too, you don't have to do it on your own. <laughs> Chuckle all you like. Look, you're not going to hurt Chuck. That's it. You do anything to Chuck, anything happens to Chuck, and you and I will be done. I can't have you hurt him. I can't have you do anything to him like you did to Howard. I didn't say I was going to kill him. Hmm. I said I was going to talk to him. Howard, I straight said I was going to end. I know, Mike. I'm just making sure you understand. That's the line. That's fine. Chuck's already crossed that line with me. No hurting, Chuck. I won't hurt him one lick. But he's crossed that line with me. Fine. But if I don't follow through with the plan, then he's not going to do anything with what he recorded, and it's fine. It's done. It's over. Yeah, until you lie awake at night worried about what he says or what he does or he got his feelings hurt, so he's going to send the recording to Morgana because he's Chuck. (laughs) Mike stands up. Say what you want about Chuck, but he's 
he's a good he's a good guy. He's not gonna go back on his word. Puts his hand on your shoulder. He's a good guy who's not gonna go back on his word that literally just threatened my sister. I don't care. Not about him anymore. Mary, you know where to find me when you want to talk. When you want to talk real. Mike turns around and walks out. Let's do a composure roll. <laughs> you guys are terrible people. <laughs> I am absolutely horrible, and I do not believe in band I warned you guys about this. Oh. All right, what was the question? Help. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? You guys have to succeed When's very well. Time? When's the last time you saw him? All right, GM. How long ago was that? Do I need to do a judge Two, three months? No, literally out of character. I'm trying to remember in time. Uh, Is that like two, three months ago? Yeah, no, I realize that. I'm just saying yeah. I was wondering if yeah. I have to do a judge intention since you you know, you're rolling a composure. You are welcome to to do so. Uh, I think it was probably like two months. Two months, maybe. Okay. Uh, right. We never really nailed anything down. In the- okay. Two, three months ago. Now, Ty goes to the Defender. Ty does go to the Defender, but the question I have for you guys is, who is the Defender in this situation? Is it Mary Sue trying to hide something, or is Me Mary Sue trying, trying to, hide. to fool people? Yeah, I think she's trying to hide. I'm staying out of this. You guys figure mm-hmm. this one out. Um, because it's between two players, I think we should just sort of figure out what would be most interesting for the story. If Michael kind of keys into it, or if... We are in the dark. Oh, here's the other thing. Hold on a minute. Here's the other thing. Oh, okay. 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 You're going to sense? Yeah. Yeah. Emotional state. <laughs> <laughs> I just need one hit. Shut up. Uh, you get to oppose it. Ooh, that's right. I get seven die. Uh, right? No. no. Oh, what is the masking? Masking your initiate grade plus your magic. Which I believe your magic was only one unless you paid karma to raise it. Yeah, I think we decided that's because that's what Hero Lab said to that. Fine. Magic and initiate? Yep. So you're saying uh, I just have two die? Uh, yeah, kinda. Okay. Uh, you're welcome to try and roll four versus his five successes anyway. Well, then I'll take your four measly pity die. It's going to be a weird mix of a teal and a a purple. What does that translate into? Surprise and sadness. No. Yeah, well, keep picking at the scabs, guys. (laughs) She's going to start looking at everybody in the room. And she's going to do judge intentions on the room. 
And that's five successes on looking at her friends to see if, uh... Chuck looks guilty as fuck. <laughs> Mike is... <laughs> and then he walks over towards this window in this greenery space, pulling out one of his cigars. Fail! Nope. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it. Mary Sue is cool as ice. <laughs> Only on the surface. <laughs> Only I can on the see surface. that shit. It's a very, yep. very thin ice. It's a very thin ice. Yes. Goes aside. Lights up a cigarette. Cigarette and whiskey. It makes everything better. Uh, it's yeah. a cigar well, and whiskey. Cigar and whiskey. Yeah. No, no. Well, he Boz is doing cigarettes. Boz is more of a cigarette person. Not work enough for cigars. I was just asking if she came out here. Give yes, her a lemon bar and she'll be your friend. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck, you already gave her a lemon bar. She'll is it come just for lemon seconds. Bars? Oh, the lemon, the lemon bar is literally as big as she is. I don't know if she's got room. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mary Sue, after you say that, well, look at that plate, walk over and put it away. <laughs> can't get any more lemon bars. You don't want a Pixie Highland Sugar. It's annoying. <laughs> but she will go get a little thimbo out and fill it up just in case. Of whiskey? I was going to ask. <laughs> oh, that's so good. We're just all on the same wavelength. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see a dark Pixie. I mean, come on. <laughs> sugar and, yeah, alcohol. <laughs> yep. All right. No so can come from this. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Mary, you know where to find me when you want to talk. You want to talk real. Mike turns around and walks out. I assume it's about that time Margaret comes fluttering in. Oh, no, there's super tension in the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that does sound like a good time to call it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> RC's pumpkining, I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm around. Okay. Leave the recording going for four minutes to make sure everybody's okay because things got heated and I didn't even have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was no. I was expecting Michael to come out and kind of yell, "Chuck, we need to talk." I was, have, <laughs> I was gonna have Chuck just run away, find the staircase. Yeah, that can totally happen next week when we kick off because we're gonna pick up. Um, we're going to pick up kind of like right here as uh, the three of you guys are heading down the elevator. Because I had a, a thing that's going to happen, but we were so deep into it there that mm-hmm. uh, I didn't want to interrupt. Nah, just the audience mm-hmm. today. <laughs> I I did a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that's fine. It's mm-hmm. not my story. And I can't wait to like cut this up into two or three episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you said, so you said next week. Are we playing next week, or do you mean next session? Uh, yeah, I meant next session, but okay, okay, but, yeah. Nah, I'm gonna go kill the recording just so this way it's all recorded. That people are like, oh, okay, they don't actually all hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is no hate involved. No, no, no. It's because all about like, our our role playing. Mike I'm, and 
Mike and I are, are uh, as he, as we're having a conversation, I'm sending heart images to him, and he's like, hey, everything's good. It's all in character. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I will good. confirm that. She did send back, hey, we're just in character, right? Seriously? I'm like, just in character. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> I'm just all right. going along with this. And then mm-hmm. I did get the little segue of, and seriously, don't tell a woman she's hysterical. No, no, don't I have ever to. I don't care. Tell a woman, borderline <laughs> or otherwise, hysterical. I don't care. I do it anyway. Tantamount Border- to RC's, relax. <sighs> what? <laughs> I think that's the first time, like, Mike's, like, yelled, like, actually yelled. Yeah, he actually yelled. He likes to no, yell at Mary Sue I in the tough uh, big brother. Legitimately. The tough big brother way. That was barely oh. raising my voice. Well, I just mean, it was a, it was a lot of stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um, better for the, uh, it's better for the recording that you don't. <laughs> that is a fact. That is a fact. It's to- probably better for my neighbors, too. <laughs> no doubt. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, no, everything's um, good. We're happy, go lucky. We're wonderful. You are wonderful. Mary Sue. <laughs> oh, wonderful. She's the worst. Mary Sue's the worst. Yeah. Like, <laughs> tear feel, apart. Yeah, this whole thing's rough on Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. But that was the whole character goal at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, fe- I was wondering if that was so, like, is you're like, I really want to do this. So... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I guess. No, we'll see what happens and where things go from here because mm-hmm. I have ideas. Okay. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and. All of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else. So, Yeah, so outtakes were like 10 minutes this week. There's no way I'm going to cut and repeat even in a daydream for 10 minutes. That would drive me crazy. It has driven me crazy. It would drive the rest of you crazy. So you know what? No music on the outtakes this time. You'll get to hear everything everybody says. It'll be great. Thanks. See you next week.